Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. Ronnie K with you, and today going to talk running backs. Of course, the news coming down on Monday that the Denver Broncos were to release a longtime starter for the Broncos, at least for the last couple of years, C.J. Anderson. We'll talk about C.J. Anderson and what he leaves with the Broncos and seven rookie running backs that the Broncos should consider, well, when NFL draft time comes rolling around, because of course that coming in just a week, but first our friends at tap 14, 1920 Blake street, of course, head on down there for the terrific rooftop views. Of course we are in baseball season. So once you get done with the Rockies head on over, it's like a hop, skip and a jump away. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits. And of course, Saturday and Sunday, 10 to two for brunch. And you can find them on the web and that menu as well too. tap 14.com. That's tap 14. Spell out the word 14 for me. Tap 14.com. Of course, CJ Anderson leaves uh, 3000 plus yards, 24 total touchdowns with the Denver Broncos. He finishes ninth at least uh, for his first stint with the Denver Broncos on the rushing list. All time for Denver and of course the one moment I think that many go back let's play it as one last hurrah for CJ Anderson when we turn back the clock to the 2015 season of course it's the Denver Broncos and the New England Patriots in front of 76,000 people when CJ Anderson did this he a toss Anderson he'll get it and plenty more CJ Anderson is going to go all the way and the Broncos win the game. He had uh, 15 carries, 113 yards, two TDs in that game, of course, in the Super Bowl run. So CJ Anderson's going to leave a big hole for the Denver Broncos at the running back position because he very much worked as the workhorse back, at least the guy who got the main bulk of the carries. And so there are this. This is actually fairly decent timing for the Denver Broncos uh, moving on from CJ Anderson, saving that four plus million dollars that they will. Uh, save at least with Anderson now off the team. And of course, there's a lot of good rookie running backs in this draft. It is one of the deepest running back classes by many analysts have said uh, when it comes to the running back position. And of course, it's topped by that that electric uh, once in a generation type talent that many are calling, of course, in Saquon Barkley at a Penn State. Now, at number five, that could certainly be a situation for the Denver Broncos. And picking at five, that he may not even fall to them. But certainly just a, a terrific athlete. Faster than some of the best running backs who have come out. Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, uh, Leonard Fournette, Ezekiel Elliott. He jumps higher than some of the best wide receivers 
in the league. And then he pumps more iron than some of the best offensive linemen. So he really is one of those once in a generation type players, whether you want to spend a top five pick on that type of player remains to be seen. And I'm not even sure if he's going to be available. Of course, he's a very sexy mocked selection at number two to the New York Giants. And that certainly is going to be something that we on the Broncos Blitz podcast, myself, Sean Drotar, will be covering for you as the draft creeps closer. Another one, another running back that I want to focus on, too, because, again, this is such a deep draft. This is actually my favorite running back in the draft, and that's Sony Michelle out of Georgia. 5'11", 214, ran a 4.54 in his 40. He is projected to be in that first, second round. I think he's one of the best backs in the country. Really held back because of the dual threat situation that they had in Georgia. Of course, they had Nick Chubb, who we will talk about here in just a little bit. Sony Michelle could be a three-down back. And Sony Michelle can put up uh, Sony Michelle put up big time numbers I should say even with Nick Chubb sharing those carries and how about 7.9 yards per carry in 2017 for Georgia and again remember this is a Georgia team in the SEC that th- that is a conference that if you are going to be battle tested as a running back, that is the conference to be tested in 1200 yards, 16 touchdowns. Uh, he's a three down starter at any other school. But of course, Georgia had that staple of backs that just held him uh, to a limited amount. But yet in those limited amounts, he put up those big time numbers. 7.9 yards per carry is just uh, blows me away. And uh, Sony Michelle shifty, fast guy i think he could be a serious serious threat in the nfl but of course talking about the other back out of georgia that'd be nick chubb the uh 510 220 you know nick chubb actually kind of reminds me of cj anderson bowling ball type guy who can kind of roll over tacklers low to the ground use that leverage a guy who did have a season ending injury in 2015 but then he picked up right where he left off uh in that uh uh, following year in 2016 how about five yards per carry 1100 yards eight touchdowns of course last year also had a very good year 1300 yards 15 touchdowns a guy who did get a lot of carries in college but chubb fast very physical tough guy to tackle this is not one of those running backs that you as a linebacker are just going to wrap up with the arms. You really need to put your whole body into tackling Nick Chubb, who's one of those bowling ball type guys projected in that two to four round range, uh, depending on how the draft could play out. You could see a, a real run in running backs early, and that may influence a team to say, you know what, we need to grab one of these top elite guys because this may be one of the better running back drafts, period. Uh in, in all of NFL history, I mean, I can't remember the last time you had an NFL draft where we're looking at not two, not three, to quote LeBron James, not four, not five, not six, not seven. I mean, we are looking at eight potential players who could be serious pros in the NFL. And of course, it starts at the top with Saquon Barkley, but Nick Chubb, a very good running back out of Georgia. Also want to talk about another SEC school running back. This is Darius Geis, and Geis is one of those uh, running backs, 449 at 40 time, projected in the one to two, uh, first, second round range, 510, 224, a guy that's very difficult 
to bring down. Uh, he had a larger than expected workload uh, in his sophomore season where he really kind of broke out and became a name that people started to really pay attention to nearly at 1,400 yards, 15 touchdowns. Uh, also can catch the ball and, and not to a greater extent, but uh, he is one of those running backs where, boy, he can just have those massive games where just, you know, he's kind of that consistent, consistent uh, 70, 80 yard a game type back. And then all of a sudden he'll break through for 160, 170. That at least a, a projection potentially of what he could do in the NFL. Now at the scouting combine uh, did have a good workout. Uh, did have the fast 40 as well, too. So that certainly is a plus for him at LSU. And again, comes from that SEC school where I, they just beat up on running backs. And yet these guys can uh, still keep on going almost kind of, uh, you know, not not to say that he's a direct comparison. But uh, and this is where I don't know if he fits with Denver too much because he's kind of like that D'Angelo Henderson uh, type role where he can be a game changer. You get the ball in his hands and then uh, he can make those plays. Denver has that in D'Angelo Henderson. So though I'm I'm not sure if that's the guy they want and and also he's kind of he's going to kind of be in that awkward spot where Denver has picked already. This is assuming Denver does not trade down, which of course many mock drafts have Denver doing, which potentially could be the case. Then all of a sudden Geis becomes one of those guys who maybe is more appealing to Denver, but could be gone by the time they pick in the second round. They would have to trade up for him. I don't think Denver wants to do that and give up those assets. So Certainly, timing-wise, at least in the NFL draft, may not work out so much for Denver. But, of course, these NFL drafts, you never know. <laughs> you just never know how they go. Also want to talk about another running back. This one out of USC. Uh, this is a running back that, uh, well, Buff fans will know very much of, and that's Ronald Jones Jr., uh, or I should say Ronald Jones the third. Uh, this is a running back who was uh, very, very good in college. A guy who's six foot, 200, kind of that. A uh, little more skinny, uh, ran a 4.640 at the Combine, which is slow, but it should be noted Jones did pull his hamstring at the Combine. So in reality, you, you, we, we ideally thought he was going to be a 4.4, 4.5 type of guy, and that's probably where you need to be slotting him. That 4.6, don't be fooled by that. Of course, playing in the Pac-12, uh, he at Colorado came here, I believe, I believe it was in November when uh, he had 142 yards, nearly averaged six yards a carry, had the touchdown, and uh, can catch the ball out of the backfield, but not ideally a threat. He is more so a pure runner, a guy who's going to get, be the workload back and uh, can average five, uh, almost average six yards per carry, at least in college in his final year. How about 1,550 yards and 19 touchdowns? Uh, certainly a guy who can be one of those workhorse backs projected in the two to four round range. I don't think he's going to get to the fourth round. Quite frankly, I'm not even sure if he gets to the third round. Uh, Ronald Jones, the uh, excuse me, the second Ronald Jones, the second uh, that running back out of USC. And then lastly, uh, or at least next, one of those running backs that we were talking about. This is definitely a, a guy who could fall where Denver wants to pick a running back, at least timing wise. And that's Kalen Balazs, the running back out of Arizona State. Now, of course, Denver has dipped into Arizona State before when they selected Ronnie Hillman. That was uh, one to skip a few couple years ago. But a guy, 40 time, 4 4 6 6 2. 
225, one of those big guys. And he's kind of he's kind of like one of the, the freight train type running backs because it gets him some time to build up the steam. But gosh, when he gets into the secondary, his burst and explosiveness is just incredible. I mean, he really can hit the hole, and then all of a sudden, like a blur, he is gone. He's a fast guy, uh, and it had a very impressive week of practice at the Senior Bowl, which, of course, the Denver Broncos were in part coaching. So somebody that is probably already on Denver's radar, that Kalen Balazs out of Arizona State. There's a lot to like about Kalen Balazs uh, in the NFL. He has good size, surprisingly fast for his size, and and again, that burst is just so uh, critical for a back like him because, you know, you, you, we've seen the days of, of backs where they're just kind of slow and mopey and just want to run you over. They've kind of been transitioned more towards the goal line, whether between the 20s. Balash kind of has this interesting combination of both who in the open field uh, can just run through tackles. And as a receiving back, too, he is quite impressive. Uh, Balaj is, is one of those guys who wants to be that upright runner and, uh, well, he can also deliver some, uh, damage as well too. So Balaj who is expected. And, and like I said, going back to this timing talk, Balaj could be, uh, picked in that two to four range out of Arizona state. So that may be where Denver wants to get a guy like him. Now, of course, a run on running backs may have a, a, a quicker selection for him, but expect him to be somewhere in that two to four range uh, for Denver. Now, lastly, one of the running backs I want to talk about as we flip back to the sec and that's carry on Johnson, who was that workhorse out of Auburn. We saw Carrion Johnson who battled through injury later in the college football season really illustrate great toughness. Somebody who withstanded a heavy workload, took hard hits, and yet continually battled in Auburn. I mean, he was really the engine for Auburn that made it go. Now, he did not run the 40 at, uh, at the Combine. But he did uh, do some solid field work as well, too. He's projected in that two to three round range. Uh, there may be some who like Carrion Johnson like more than uh, uh, Kalen Balazs, but I actually like Balazs a lot. Carrion uh, Johnson, 5'11", 213. Good quickness, good cutter, too. And great vision as well, too. He's one of those running backs that, that has that natural feel for when to cut before the hole actually opens up decisive downhill running as two. And uh, like I said, you know, he played bang up. He played banged up last year in the sec at Auburn and yet still put up big numbers uh, for the tigers. So certainly many names to look at. If you're the Denver Broncos, Saquon Barkley, of course, stands on top. Darius Geis out of LSU, Sony, Michelle and Nick Chubb, the two running backs, from the Bulldogs to Georgia, and they are both going to be very fine running backs as well, too. Carry on, Jones, we just got done talking about out of Auburn, Ronald Jones Jr., uh, running back out of USC, and then Kalen Balazs. And again, Balazs, just something about him 
really attracts my attention. I'm not sure really what it is. Just watching him play in that explosiveness, he can really hit the hole, but then also, too, you know, if you need the one yard, the two yards, that third and short that has plagued Denver for years and years and years and years. I know all you guys have been frustrated on Twitter. I see it. Uh, That could be a guy who gets the job done. So certainly going to be interesting how Denver wants to use their assets in the NFL draft, where they want to select a guy. Because I don't know if you want to spend that top five pick on Saquon Barkley if he even falls to you at that spot. But of course, if you do, you may be getting one of those transcendent running backs who could be your running back for years and years and years. So certainly going to be interesting. So of course uh, you can read more about the running back position at milehighsports.com. Of course, the Broncos releasing CJ Anderson, their thousand yard rusher Uh, have to say, uh, you know, I think if you're a fan, you're thanking CJ Anderson for all the years that uh, he put in for the Broncos because he was one of those guys who just kind of grinded through and uh, put his head down and continually did uh, t- take carries for the Broncos and uh, was a big part of that 2015. Of course, we played earlier uh, in the podcast the uh, audio from uh, NBC and his touchdown run against the Patriots, I think, which which is probably going to go down as the most iconic moment for C.J. Anderson. Some think maybe it is that Super Bowl that he helped the Broncos win in 2015. So. Of course, it's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by Tap 14. You can find me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. Be sure to give me a follow as we get closer and closer to the NFL draft. It is all kinds of good stuff at MileHighSports.com and on my Twitter at Ronnie K Radio, all presented by Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Of course, for you Rockies fans, too, who are out there, maybe you're a dual sport kind of guy or girl. Well, go on over after the game. 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away. Terrific rooftop views at Tap 14. Of course, my favorite, the 100 Colorado Distilled Spirits. I just broke into the 30 marker. It's uh, I, I'm trying to try all the different ones. You know, you got to pace yourself. Can't do it all in one sitting, uh, but certainly great stuff. And good food there, too. I recommend the burgers over there. Uh, and, of course, for all you sports fans, they got TVs on. Brunch Saturday, Sunday as well, to 10 a.m. to 2. Be sure to check them out on the web, tap14.com. That's tap14.com. 14 is spelled out on the web, tap14.com. So many rookie running backs. That could be a Denver Bronco. It is going to be an interesting time. Be sure to read up on what the Broncos could be doing with that number five pick and picks beyond that at the running back position at milehighsports.com. And that's where you can find archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.